0: Thanks again to Carbon Health for being our presenting sponsor. If you are a regular here, you know I've talked about Carbon Health and how long I've talked about Carbon Health and why I love Carbon Health. They help with things like COVID, cold, flu testing, antibiotic prescriptions for things like infections, UTIs, STDs. They have primary care services in California and Massachusetts. But if you're new here, Thank you, by the way, for stopping by. You should also know that they can help with injuries as well. Most of their locations have imaging or X-ray machines so they can diagnose strains, sprains, and fractures if you unfortunately become injured. And I know, unfortunately, not everyone will be near one of the 120-plus locations, but they do have virtual urgent care services for states like California, New York, Florida, and several others. So thank you to Carbon Health. Really, really happy to be working with them. Check out the link in the description. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday! Thanks for joining us here today on the big thing, Deadpool Three. It's already started filming, even in the midst of the the writer strike. It's it's filming, and there's a shot of uh, Hugh Jackman with the the grizzly beard and and all that. Speaking of Marvel and the MCU, our buddy Josh Harwood's had uh, Elizabeth Olsen on Happy Sad Confused which you should be listening to. Great show. Anyway, she talked about Doctor Strange, and not only did she say that she was kind of frustrated with the rewrites and everything that was happening, so she stopped reading some of them and all that, which kind of confirmed a lot of just the writing in general of that script, but what she did confirm was that there was rumors that Daniel Craig was supposed to have a role inside of the the film, a cameo, and she confirmed it. So we'll talk about that. And then, last but certainly not least, Full interview with Jody Sweden. Now, you know Jodi, obviously, from her days as Stephanie Tanner on Full House. But she has just such an incredible story of comeback, of what she was able to do in her life, from hard times to getting back and being a, a, a mom and doing stand-up comedy, uh, producing, eventually trying to put her hand in directing, and much more. She's on the show with myself and my friend comedian Justine Marino, and we talk to her about everything. She's really, really awesome. I love having her on the show. And she um, she dives into a lot of different things, including Bob Saget. We talk about Bob Saget, who just had his birthday last week. And um, we talk about the late, great Bob Saget and more. So we hope you enjoy the interview today with, with Jody Sweden. Now, before we do, because we got a big show, the first thing I want to do is let you know that this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Love, BetterHelp. Happy to be working with them. Already, BetterHelp has helped out close friends of mine and helped me out. Recommendations, they're really great. And I'll tell you that for you guys, you know, how much time honestly do you really spend on yourself in a given week versus how much you spend on other people? How do you balance the two? It's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, and you never really take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. A lot of times, especially when you wanna help your family, you wanna help people out when they call you up, but it's like, who's, who's helping you? And you give a lot of time giving, and what happens? You feel stretched thin, and you feel burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others. You know, Roxy is someone who's very close to me, and she's cool with me talking about it. She'll talk about it in just a second. Roxy was looking for somebody to talk to. I recommended BetterHelp, and she has really benefited from it. So she's been talking to her person for a while now. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Seriously, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists anytime, no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. Slash Big Thing today, and you'll get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp. dot slash Big Thing. So thank you to our friends over at BetterHelp for the episode. I hope you enjoy what we're about to do here, guys. It's Big Thing. Let's do it. I'm ready. You're ready. Great. Uh, let's go. Welcome, one and all, to the show. The big show, the big thing. Thank you to everybody who's brand new to the show and um, have come on over here this week, last week, whether you found us from the episode we did on um, Tuesday with Robert Meyer Burnett and Roxy, whether you found us from out of the theater reactions, or if you're just a returning loyal viewer. Thank you, and I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. It's been a good week for us. In general, I'm glad um we get some really nice comments from people joining the show, whether longtime fan, new fan. And I'm glad that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing here. We're trying to entertain and, and give you news as well. And then um, I think we're doing our jobs. So we have this show obviously that is airing right now. We have on Friday Capes and Cows with myself and Winston and Coy. And don't forget if you guys ever joined the website, thechristianharloff.com, tonight is a very special event that we're only going to do kind of once a month. We won't do them when we're doing live events, but when, when we're not doing live events, once a month, the after party. And so what's the after party? Well, if you like this show and you like the cast of characters that you've seen on this show, whether it's Roxy and Steph and Mike and uh, Kate and Coy and Winston and Brett, well, they're never really on the show together. So the after party is everybody in the room together. Unfortunately, Roxy won't be there tonight, but everybody else will. Roxy will be back for the next after party, but we hope that you join us. If you're not part of the website, you can. It, we, we're doing like a you know pay per view thing that if you want to check it out and you want to see us all be silly and get this kind of exclusive thing, you can do it a la carte. But if you're part of the website tier at the ten dollar tier and up, you can you can see the after party, be part of it, ask questions, all that and more. We hope that you'll join us. It's four o'clock. PST tonight, 4 to 6 p.m. So the link is always the first one you see it in the description below. It'll say join the website here. So join the website. Um, all right, guys, let's get into it. Let's talk. I want to start with with the first one, and that's this uh, that's this Deadpool story. All right, I'm reading this over from Dark Horizons, and here's what they say. Even as the writer strike is continuing, the industry keeps chugging along with word coming today that production appears to have started on the third Deadpool film. According to ComicBook.com, Colossus actor uh, Stefan—there's no way I'm going to say this right—Capic took to Instagram today with an image of the news and confirmed sticker added to it upon checking. The posting appears to no longer be there. Trade reports previously indicated Marvel's Deadpool 3 and Thunderbolts would continue without the help of writers. As Ryan Reynolds is credited as a writer on the film's script, Collider indicates he is not allowed to improvise any lines during the entire time production takes place while the strike is ongoing. They have to follow to the letter of the script delivered before the industrial action began. The film's director Sean Levy earlier this year indicated the production was hoping to start filming in May. Um, this is interesting because that's a, that is a, that's a big, that's a big stipulation there. Ryan Reynolds is like the king of improv and Deadpool. You kind of feel you want him to, right? But you got to stick by the rules. Otherwise you're going to get slapped with some, a, some big lawsuits. And then other people are going to be calling you scabs or whatever. And they might already be doing that. I don't know. But either way, this is They said that this was going to happen, right? They said that a lot of these things would go into production because as the Marvel machine moves along, they need to get this movie out. I think they're trying to aim for the normal February date. Is that right? I don't know. You guys will know better than I do when this thing comes out. I thought it was coming out February of 2024. Could be wrong, but it's usually when they put Deadpool out. But they might be, it might be a different time. I don't know. Either way, it's coming out next year. So they need to start and they need to start moving on it. So it makes sense that if they stick by the rules of, hey, you're not going to have any writers on set and you can't you whatever you whatever you have in your hands that's what you have to shoot you can't do new drafts you can't do you know you can't make additions to them whatever is on the page that is what you have to shoot that's an interesting way to make films man that's an interesting way to make films because it's got to be a bit uh, of a handcuff to not only Ryan Reynolds but to Sean Levy obviously you know now I think that what they're hoping for as the production starts Look, let's get some of the big action stuff. Let's shoot what we what we can shoot. Let's try not to get a lot of the heavy dialogues. I'm sure that they changed a bunch of ways or they or they they have a new game plan as far as the stuff that they're gonna shoot. Shoot the stuff that doesn't require a lot of the heavy dialogue things that Ryan would have to improvise and just do the stuff that okay we can follow the script right here. It we it doesn't hurt creativity if we do that. We'll shoot a lot of the set stuff that we do, we'll shoot a lot of the action, we'll do that, and maybe they just change their their course of, a their plan of attack, if you will, because that would make sense if they did it that way with the fingers crossed mentality of, okay, look, let's hope that by the time we get into, if we start shooting now in, in May, that by the time, this is usually a movie like this takes, what, four or five months or something like that? M- maybe, I think, um, depending on the shoot in general. Maybe they're crossing their fingers, hoping let's knock out like a month month and a half and hope that this thing wraps up by July or August. Cause that's what a lot of people are thinking July, August. I think it might push into the new year. And if that's the case, then you're making this movie without any improv guys. I hate to tell you, but maybe they're just, you know, hopeful. The other th- side of it is what happens if there's a sack strike in the middle of this thing? That's, that's when, that's when it's going to get real, like really real. Not that it's not real now. You know what I'm saying? Though, but this that's when it's going to get like, you can't do this stuff. I should, choose my words better um that is when it's going to be like okay the whole you can't you can't shoot anything you think you can maneuver around the writers right now and you might be able to but you got to stick to these rules everything else shuts down game over see you later you're shutting productions down you're losing money left and right so they're going to try to figure that out quicker because what are you going to do you're just going to you to ai ryan reynolds in there Nope. So it's crazy. It's crazy how this is um this whole thing is, is happening now. And it's it but it also, you know, the business side of it, you say, I, I get why they need to try to film stuff. I mean that makes sense. But it's gonna be tricky for everybody, especially with a big with so much money involved in this. And with Disney losing the kind of money that they have in general over the last year, they're like, get it done. Shoot. Stick to the script. Who cares? Put it out. And the, the question is going to be, you know, for a lot of these projects is how much is it really going to hurt the creativity of the films? But that's just my thoughts on it. I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Please comment. And if you haven't already done it, click that like button. The, by By doing it, it, it helps. And you might have found our show because you saw it in recommendations. And you might have found my channel because you found it in recommendations. That's because people who are watching it have been clicking like and commenting on it. And then the algorithm goes, hey, more people are commenting on this, more people are liking it, so more people are going to see it. That helps. So if you like the show, it's a, it's a, that's a way to support it, is make sure that you click like and be involved in the conversation too. I would love to hear your thoughts on what you think. I could, Do you think I'm completely wrong? Do you think I'm right? Is there something I'm missing? Uh, what do you think? I want to know. All right, next story. Got to pay respect to the great Tina Turner, a music icon, 83 years old, passed away. She died peacefully in her home in Switzerland following a battle with a long illness, again, Dark Horizons. Turner once held the Guinness world record for the largest paying audience for a solo performer and said only a few weeks ago on The Guardian that she hopes to be remembered as the queen of rock and roll. Well, she's up there, man. In her early 20s, she found fame with the Ike and Tina Turner uh, and a live act with her former husband singing songs like River Deep, Mountain High, and Nupar City Limits, Enduring Brutal, brutal Abuse Through the Marriage, The Pair divorced in 1978. By the 1980s, she became a music juggernaut with notable songs, including What's Love Got to Do With It, The Best, We Don't Need Another Hero, What You Get Is What You See, I Don't Want to Fight, and the theme song for James Bond film Goldeneye. She had on-screen roles in Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, Thunderdome Tommy, and Last Action Hero, along with being the subject of the biopic What's love got to do with it? Which starred Angela Bassett as Tina Turner? In her time, she won 12 Grammys, was the first black artist, and the first woman to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. She had a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and was twice inducted into the into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tina Turner is survived by her husband, Erwin Bach, and two children. Um, I mean, come on. Tina Turner was an absolute legend. 83 years old, I mean, that's still... It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's still tough because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I, my, my dad is approaching 80. And as you get to that age, 80 is, 80 is 80, you know, it's, it's, it's a real age to where anything can happen at any given time. You hope at that one point, you, know, you look at someone like Ray Stevenson who was 58 and that's, that's young. That's still, that's, that's, that's young. 83 and the life, the life that Tina Turner lived, man. I mean, she really, and she she made the most of it, and she and you talk. I was to mention with Jody Sweden. You talk about somebody who had really rough times and was able to push through it, come out the other side stronger, and really just cement herself as the queen of rock and roll. As she says, you know, so much that she's done. I remember just Tina Turner was such a big part of my childhood, kind of growing up. This song, all the songs that I mentioned, and, and more, and and just everything that she did. She just it's like. Tina Turner was almost bigger than than music, um, in general because she was just she was just such, and I think a lot of it came from that, from that the 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 stuff that she had to go through with with Ike and all that, you know, she the fact that she didn't just lay down, give up, go away. She said f this, and she and she turned it around, and she made and she just she got the hell out of there, and she became you know even bigger than she was when she was with him, so. And she just did more and more and more. And I of course I remember Thunderdome. I mean that's I remember I remember how big of a deal it was when she when she was um cast. She's like Tina Turner, actually she's great in that movie. I love that movie. Love her in that movie. We don't need another hero. So so good. So good. Love it. Um rest in peace to the great, the legend, Tina Turner. I mean, yeah. I, I love Tina Turner and I'm so and I'm so uh, I'm so glad that she that so many people were able to listen to her music and 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 so and you see all the love kind of coming out for her, but bummer obviously when we lose somebody like like her, especially with the with, with the strength that she endured. So rest in peace to, to Tina Turner. Big um big fan over here and and I think a lot of us are. So what were your thoughts overall on Tina Turner? What's your favorite song? By Tina Turner. What do you think about what she did? What was her impact? All of that. Same thing. Be part of the conversation here, guys. Get get in on it. Let me know. All right. One more news new story before we um, move over to our interview with Jody. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Our buddy Josh Horowitz, happy, sad, confused. He had uh, Elizabeth Olsen on. You should watch that. If you haven't subscribed to Josh's channel, you should do it. Just go to Josh Horowitz. He has everybody on. He's the best, and he's a really good dude. Um, I've become uh, uh, pals with him. And um and I love what he does. He's just he's one of the best interviewers in the game. And he had Elizabeth Olson on. And so this is from comic book movie. Josh Wilding, who says, While it was already apparent from watching the movie itself, we've learned in recent months that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness went through a lot of rewrites. The Illuminati's roster was fluid right up until the sequel's release, and a combination of the pandemic and Marvel Studios figuring out its multiverse plans resulted in a muddled movie, albeit one which was still very good. That's that's up to you. Now, the Scarlet Witch herself, Elizabeth Olsen, has reflected on the chaotic production while talking on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Asked how much of what we saw in the theaters resembled the initial script. She said, it resembled more than I thought it was going to. I mean, there were definitely moments where there's a point in making the movie, I just stopped reading drafts. I was like, this is going to change again. Just keep me posted with the information I need and you guys fill in the blanks that you need. But I'll just keep my lane. That was one wild ride. Among the changes were plans which called for Daniel Craig to play a variant of Thor's brother, Balder the Brave, while the former James Bond has denied he was set to appear. Concept art has proved otherwise, and it's believed his commitment to no time to die put the brakes on him being able to briefly join the MCU. She says, that's what I thought was going to happen. I saw the art. They made a costume. They had a design. So she confirmed that they pushed for details on Craig's long rumored cameo. Now, as fun as it might have been to see Belder impaled on his own sword by Milanda, we can't help but think that it was for the best. This is what, again, this is more of an opinion thing. But overall, um, it, look, I that's that's a movie to me that I think, and I, and I stand by it, I say that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, if you are a Sam Raimi fan, most people who are big Sam Raimi fans love this movie. I mean, it, it's about as much of a Raimi movie as you can get. And I think that it was it's it's like this. And I had somebody make this comment the other day. So you can't have it both ways. You can't have you can't have um, you know say that you want them to do let directors have more freedom, but yet you know complain about they don't stick to the universe. It's like you can ha- you you can have it both ways. You can you can basically do what you've done with with what you did with Ryan Coogler in the first Black Panther, and even the second Black Panther. That, that, but but the first Black Panther of okay here's what we need to happen inside of the MCU and how it plays overall. And we want it to feel like this. We want it to have this. We really like what you've done with Fruitvale Station. We really like what you've done with Creed. Um, We want to get your take. We want to get your vision on it. Can you bring that and and combine the both? And he said, hell yeah, I can. And that's why it felt the way it did. When you do something like a Taika Waititi Thor Love and Thunder – and a Sam Raimi multiverse of madness. You said, "Well, that's a Sam Raimi movie. That's a Taika movie." Even out of even out of Kevin Feige's mouth, instead of the spy thriller, this, this, this. Well, no, that's a Taika Waititi movie. That to me is 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 a mistake because you're, if you want to continue with this MCU thing, if you want to continue with the MCU thing of everything feeling connected and that it's all part of it, you you have to have a balance of get get a Sam Raimi, but say Sam, you got it. We got to wait before we start shooting and your writers have to watch WandaVision. It's got to make sense. And we can't keep confusing the lead actress with all these. And I get it pandemic and all that too, but it's like, you know, wait, if the MCU is that important to you now I get Disney's like, Oh, put it out. We got to make money. We got to make money. You got to say at this point, well, we, we're trying to connect the same way that we have been in the past. And that's why we've been successful. We either got to take a break, push it back, put it out in the summer, put it out in a different time, or you know, we we got to just say, all right, we're gonna take some hits on this when it comes to it. They, they find money wise, it made it made money. So but I mean, you look at it, it's like it's still Charlie Stenner on the other day was like, I'm still waiting for a call. They put that in there, they don't know what the hell they're doing with that thing yet. I have no idea. There's like it it just shows it, like just it was kind of throwing things against the wall. And Elizabeth Olsen kind of confirmed that here with it was they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Oh, put Daniel Craig in it. Oh, we we'll build them out of costume. Oh, we can't do it. Oh, okay. Well well then the Illuminati thing's gonna be a big gimmick. Let's let's promote it in the same way that um Muschietti spoiled this cameo, which I won't I'm not gonna spoil for you, but and it's like, don't do that. You don't need to do that. Sell me on the movie, sell me on the for this the connectivity of of where's it go? I just watched Wandavision. I'm so involved in Wandavision, tie that in there. Don't say that you don't have to watch it. Of course you had to watch Wandavision. The writer should have, I'll tell you that. But Again, this is why I love Josh Harwitz. He can get people to talk about this stuff and feel comfortable about it. And um, and Elizabeth Olsen did just that. So go and check that interview out on his, on his channel. Let him know, by the way, that the big thing sent you. Um, when you subscribe over there, it's it is well worth it. You will look if you have never heard of Josh Harwitz's channel, and you've never seen it. You've probably definitely seen it through news articles and everything too. But subscribe to that channel, and look at the roster of guests that he has on that show, and you're going to go, whoa. I don't want to miss any of this guy's interviews. Go and do that. And again, tell him I sent you. Um, all right, guys. I'm excited for you guys to see this. Been a fan of Joey Sweden for a long time. And, you know, obviously growing up and watching Full House, that's that's a given, right? That's what that show was just in everybody's household. It was about as as family show as you get, and people are diehard fans. But I became more of a fan of her, of very similar to what like I said, what we were talking about with Tina Turner. In a different way, obviously, but Jody Sweden went through a lot. She went through a lot, and she was she went through addiction. She went through all these different things, and she came out the other side really, really strong. Um, and she's open about it. She talks about it, and I loved having her on the show. She's a, it's a great conversation. So I hope that you will check it out. I hope you enjoy it. This is uh, this is Jody Sweden. Before we do that, I wanted to also, as we get into the interview, I want to tell you. Both about Rumpel Blankets. Yes, I love Rumpel Blankets. And Manscaped. Let's talk about them both. Here we go. Rumpel is back. I love Rumpel. I've been telling you about Rumpel. Please tell me that you've been getting them. Please. And tell me what you think of them. Because they are amazing. They're on a mission to introduce the world to better blankets. Because they're made with durable, sustainable materials. And they're built to last. They recycle over 5 million plastic water bottles a year. And they are B- corp certified climate neutral and they donate 1% of all their sales to environmental causes they're built to endure the elements because rumble blankets are made with durable materials that repel spills sand stains and odor no matter where you bring it if it gets dirty just throw it in the washing machine so what i love about them also by the way it's not just for outdoors really good for um you can get one where you just watch some tv on the couch kick back it's pretty great. You can bring one out to the movie theater with you. It keeps you warm and comfy. I love them. I take them everywhere. I take them to the, the kids' soccer games. I take them to uh, we do picnics. And then I just take them inside. Now, if you guys want to check this out you want to do what I'm doing, go to rumple.com slash the big thing, but use that code big thing at the checkout and you'll get 10% off of your first order. rumple.com slash the big thing. Code the big thing. Summer is coming. Who's ready for the beach? Well, Manscaped is here to ensure that your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing, full-body grooming and hygiene products. Who wants to be that guy, the Austin Powers chest hair, walking around like a putz? If you grew some of those winter man tits, well, the least you can do is make sure that they're hairless. It is time to get ready for hot guy summer. You can go to manscaped.com, 20% off, and you get free shipping. Got to use that code, big thing. I love Manscaped. I've been using them forever. You guys know that. You know I've been talking about them. That freaking nose trimmer is my life. I love it. The Weed Whacker 2.0. Oh, just the performance package in general. It's dedicated to help you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game. It is true. It comes with the Essential Lawn Mower 4.0. Yeah, you can take a canoe because it's waterproof. And it is a cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. It doesn't matter. It's so great. I love them. If you're wearing sandals now, you need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 nail kit. They have everything. They have everything. I love Manscaped. Nobody, if, nobody should be walking around with that Manscaped. You should all have it. Every household should have Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping. Use that code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Get Manscaped. That's their new tune. And now, as I promised, Jodi Sweden is here. You guys know her, obviously, from Full House, Fuller House, but she's also executive producer, and she stars in the movie The Jane Mysteries Inheritance Lost. And we're going to be talking stand-up, because she just did stand-up. She's doing another show at the Comedy Show, Comedy Store at June 17th, 8 p.m. I'm excited to talk to her. And not only am I excited to talk to her, I also got my buddy Justine Marino here. Look at that, hey, Justine. Hey.
2: And uh, hey. And I want
0: to tell Jody, thank you for joining us.
2: Absolutely. My pleasure.
0: I have to tell this story of how this all came to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was sitting down with my, my good friend Rachel, who happens to be your manager, mm-hmm. and we hadn't seen each other in a little bit. I worked for Rachel. Yes, years, she told me. That's what she was saying. She was ago. like, he
2: was like one of my first assistants. He was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I mean, she that's glowing, being nice. re- glowing reviews.
0: Yeah, I was a terrible assistant, but we, we, we were good <laughs> actually, friends. Actually,
2: maybe she did say that you were a assistant. She, she actually might have, good. but I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Don't be, be nice. I'm nice. yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, the
0: niceties are out the window now, as it should be. But we were talking. And she's like, "Would you ever want to talk to Jody?" And immediately, I'm like, "Of course, I would love to talk to Jody." And then for some reason, immediately, I think of Justine, and I was like, mm. "I feel like Justine has to know Jody Sweden." Yeah. And I texted her, and she's like, "Yeah, we're like good friends." And yeah. I was like, "Of course you are." I was like, "Would you like to host the podcast?" <laughs> yeah. And here we are. So yeah. how are you, Justine? I'm yes.
1: so good. Well, you know, I have a Full House tattoo, so obviously yeah. that's right. an indicator that I might know someone from Full House.
2: Well, not necessarily. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there are probably at least a handful of people out there who have full house tattoos that don't know anyone on the show personally. That that is true. That's a good Um, point.
1: Yeah. But Jody and I. In fact, I'd say that most most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to backtrack on that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to backtrack. I'm
2: also going to backtrack on this because did you actually know anybody at the time that you got the tattoo
1: no i okay, did not i just wanted to <laughs> think that. you yeah, know actually right. <laughs> i knew never mind i knew blake McIver. okay okay who, got it who, got but it. you know he wasn't a series red. Right right, right. Right, right right i wasn't I mean, on, series on blake, i
2: love blake but does not but does not warrant a full house tattoo of course of course right. and it's not a it's but not a
1: but yankee doodle even though tattoo. it's the wrong one no it's still the wrong tattoo yeah, but that's okay
0: <laughs> still what do you mean it's the wrong tattoo it says
1: you got it, dude, in French, which is not Jody's catchphrase. I had no idea that we would be <laughs> friends years later. So it's kind of the talking point that got us friendly, though. I will it say was. You, because then what happened the second time we met? You gave I've proposed. You proposed. She gave me a <laughs> ring that says how rude. And she was wow, like,
0: you must have lost your
1: mind. I, you have no idea. It was like. Especially because the- it was only the second time we met. It was right. at Ben Glee's yeah. like New Year's
2: Eve party or yes. something. And I was like, oh, hey, is Justine going to be there? We'd done a yes. podcast and I knew you had the tattoo and we'd made a joke about it. And I had this ring that said, how rude. It was like, a, like, yeah. like this. Yeah.
0: How long did you and, have it for?
2: I don't, oh, gosh, several years. Oh, a company wow. had made it for me and it said, how rude on it. And I was like, you know, I never wear this because it's like, I'm, I, I, Like, I would when we were maybe doing the show and stuff, but I didn't, like, I don't know. But I was like, you know who would really like this? Yes, Justine. And And I brought
1: it. And I gave it to her. And that
2: was, and then from that moment on, we were engaged, at least
1: according to uh, Allison. Allison Holker. Yeah.
0: I love it. So, yeah. What about the first time you met, though? Because were you, like, geeking out?
1: So you had to, It's funny because I think we both forgot. We actually met at Hollywood Darlings, the season yes, two premiere. That's right. And Ben, you and Ben Glebe were not friends. Like, neither of us knew you. But ben, no, Nothing against Ben Glebe. I did not know him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's, a very, Ben's very sensitive.
2: He'd be like, wait, what? What did I do? Like, no, no, no. It wasn't that I was not not like, not like friends with you. It was that right. I just
1: had never met you You yet. were not aware of Ben yet. And right. Ben was so nice. He knew I I was such a big Full House fan, and I was too shy to ask for a picture, and Ben just flew right in and was like, my friend, Justine Marino, has a Full House tattoo. Will you please take a picture That's with her? Incredible! And you were so sweet. You were like, of course. You probably thought I was psychotic, and that I wouldn't become one of the Full House tattoo people that actually knew the cast. Right. I, right?
0: She's She's like, that's absolutely what I
1: thought And then years later We did a show You and Ben became good friends And we did a show at his house And again, I brought up the tattoo And she was like, really? uh, uh, You got it, dude Not how rude, really And, uh, you know, that was a mistake I will say, in hindsight Apparently
0: not Look, We got a relationship here It brought us together
1: And and it got you a ring out of the deal It did It got me a ring And you know what I was thinking I was like, I could actually actually level up and now i could probably maybe i could get a how rude tattoo in jody's handwriting which would which would oh be god, oh my
0: god you could
1: let's do it so right,
0: right. now yeah. yeah. i, do it. I, have, I actually joke artist. on you guys i have a tattoo artist flying in right now so there you go <laughs> perfect um this was this i'm glad that i could put this reunion together i really am yes it's amazing, but so stand up comedy wise because yeah. you're doing you did stand up last night for the first time
2: uh the second time second time I did so I've been doing a show at the comedy store called yeah. Family Dinner okay which is like a panel comedy show Justine super came to super fun yeah super um, fun we've had some amazing guests uh we've had um Atsuko Okatsuka was on my first show um Mike Binder oh, nice. um John Gabris um Kara Clank we've had a, a ton of really great guests and you know the premise is that every Everybody brings some food that reminds them of their childhood and sure. then tells the story. And then we also play stupid games and include... The, it's upstairs in the belly room, room, so it's yeah. smaller yeah. and intimate. But I've been doing that. This will be our uh, fourth show on June 17th uh, at 8 p.m. But I hadn't done any stand-up on my own. I hadn't written my own material and gone up. And uh, I don't know. You know, I... I, I like... I'd always been told and I had the pleasure and the wonderful joy of growing up around Bob Saget and Dave Coulier, who are two of the funniest people I know and who have always encouraged me to be funny and to take that risk. And especially Bob, like he would always compliment me on my timing or like my whole life. And. So it gave me this confidence, you know, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll try it. And I, I have started trying it and putting together, you know, just bits and jokes and writing and doing stuff and working things out. And I love it we and love it's it. really fun. It's great. And, um, and I've gotten a pretty great response so far. So I'm, I, I, you know, I feel like I, I, I am not totally fucking it up so
0: far. <laughs> I love that. And well, you mentioned, obviously we just, we just celebrated Bob Saget's birthday just passed. Yeah. And, um. When you or how how often was there ever a conversation with you and him about you doing stand up and maybe you know because did did you get a chance to do stand up before he passed the ever not before no. he no okay. not before he passed yeah.
2: and um yeah he i mean Bob always and in interviews he would say it and and David said it too, and it's always such a huge compliment coming from them but you know, they would always say, you the first time you sat at the table at five years old and, you know, read the script, we were like, oh, shit, she's got great timing. And Bob always used to tell me, he said, at five years old, you had the best natural timing, not just scripted, but just who you were. You were just really funny at five years old, more so than, he said, even, like, some comics still can't find yeah. that right. He's like, and you just had it. And he always would remind me of that. And he would always tell people that and like bring it up in interviews and and it always meant so much to me because yeah. I had so much respect for him. And uh I, I remember going to the laugh factory with Bob when I was when I was about nine. Um <laughs> because I was really close with his family. Yeah. And uh I went home it was a tape night, went home on Friday, was going to spend the weekend at his uh house with his kids and he was like, okay, so um so I didn't tell your mom, but I got offered to do a set at
0: the Laugh Factory
2: Night. So you're coming with me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Great all right, cool. Start. I might have been like 10, um, but I got to sit in the back and, you know, flash him his lights. That's and cool. everything.
0: Oh, you flashed him the lights? Oh, oh, too? That's, wow. that's amazing. Lights. Yeah.
2: Um, it was like I was always steeped yeah. in their humor and yeah. stuff. So, um, you know, I when when Bob passed, um, there it was like that gathering that happens um, after someone that so many people love yeah. passes away and it was such a sense of joy and laughter and all of this and um, you know I, I just I, I thought you know what it, like this is it's short it's yeah. real short man yeah. if you think this would be fun and you want to take the risk and you want to try something new and I said that this year was going to be a year of new things for me I have a necklace even that says say yes to new adventures i just decided that i want to do different things do things that i are unexpected and uh so now i'm i'm doing stand-up um i mean who would have thought you know i feel like that's kind of moving the career in the opposite direction which is you know having a successful television show at (laughs) like age five to 13 and then at 40, doing stand-up in, like, an attic room down the street from there at a small bar. <laughs>
0: but it keeps um, it fresh, though, doesn't it? No, but it's, no, but it but no, nice. I love yeah, it. I, sure. I would much
2: rather do... I like small intimate, and yeah. I, I'm like, I, this is so much... It's so fun. I... You know, yeah. I naturally talk and tell stupid stories anyway, so I'm like, well, I might as, you as well. You ever call
0: this lunatic to find to, for like advice and stuff?
2: Uh,
1: I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm you're about to. You're yeah. so fun. Every time you've been on my podcast, I've just been like, you're you you're riffing like I'm like, why hasn't she done stand-up? So I'm so glad you started doing it, and I'm so glad for you to do some of my stand-up shows that yeah, I. Watch. Sure. <laughs>
2: oh my god! Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I I I like I said I. It's something I love. I've always loved comedy. I've loved making people laugh. I watched incredible comedians around, you know, growing up all my life. And I also... All of their friends, by extension, so, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, I watched them use comedy and humor to deal with loss and death and sad things and wonderful things. And I was like, yeah, I, I that's me. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's it's
0: awesome. a great place for... It really is. It feels like for... Especially for me. I mean, I, 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 it just, I felt the most comfortable up there. It's mm-hmm. like you don't, especially with, when it comes to writing, because mm-hmm. it's like you're writing with other people and just, you still have to bounce back and forth. It's like you're on your own out there and that's, that's on purpose, right? right. That's like the, it's like you have to be, you, you're putting yourself out there, right. but it's also, it's that, it's that freedom. I'm so surprised that you and I never, we didn't meet on this scene.
1: No, no, we met after I know. you. I, I mean, your name was on the wall at the comedy store, but did, I did she get it tattooed on herself did. as well? <laughs> it was on I the got left cheek. Okay, yeah, it, exactly. The, just his signature from the comedy yeah, store wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> Although it was
0: it, it was spelled incorrectly, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah,
1: you yeah. have a K. You know it what? Does. Are you a fucking Kardashian? I am indeed. You know? <laughs> I, I requested
0: it before I was even born. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. It is interesting because I met you through Mark Ellis because I? I used to do a podcast. with Mark. You were doing Schmo's No with him at the time, and we kind of got connected through the podcast world. And for a while, until recently when we did uh, Flappers. Flappers a couple years ago together, I yeah. was like, I don't believe he really did stand-up. I think it was <laughs> think a fever a dream. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. it. was like the legend of Christian stand-up.
0: Yeah, and then it was – well, it's been fun to go back up, too, but it is exactly what Jody's talking about. It's just like that kind of like freedom of it all. And yeah. It just feels good.
1: It
2: feels really good. Yeah. And, you know, I also – I am – I don't do well uh, when left like to my own devices to just sit and write and do something, and so I think I never, I never understood what the process of like writing was. That it's mm-hmm. like, well, you're not just sitting in a vacuum. You're working with friends. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. let's try this. Let's, you know, you're it, you're amongst other comics and working it out. It, this is not a solo journey that right. no one is, you know. Yeah, and I was like, oh oh, there's a different way to, okay, I don't have yeah. to do it that way. Okay, right. you know what? Then, yeah, then I can, I, let me try this. Well, do
0: you find, for obviously, for all the success you've had as an actress too, do you find yourself kind of bringing some of that technique and bringing into? I don't mean necessarily on stage, but when you're talking about realizing it's a process and collaborative and all that stuff, how you kind of have to bounce back and forth.
2: Yeah, I. you know, I think what I, I, I think I love the collaboration of, comedy writing, it's, I mean, I can sit in a room all day and just crack jokes with people and yeah. be like, no, 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 wait, let's do this one. No, 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 wait, this one. Like, that is i thrilled, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I, I didn't realize, like, that it was, I, I always thought that comedy was a, a very solo sport. And it can be. And yeah. I think it has the reputation of being that way. Um, but I've had the really great fortune to Wind up meeting some wonderful people like you and Ben and Chris Bowers and like people along the way that are like
0: supportive. Hey, come,
2: come, you're, you know, Mike Binder gave me the opportunity to open for him after he did my show. He was like, you, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. Mike's great. And that was that was he's been best friends with Dave Kuyas since they were nine. Yeah. Yeah. When he told me he was like, you have to, you're doing this. You're opening for me. You're coming. You're gonna like that's it. Yeah. I was like, okay.
1: It's
0: amazing. Did you watch the the doc? That Mike did, did oh, on the so comedy I did not. It's so good. I had him on the show. When yeah. We talked about it. it's. It's so good. I felt like it transported me back. Honestly, yeah. it was one of the reasons that kind of kicked me in the ass to get back on stage. Yeah, was that watching that. Same for him. Yeah,
2: he like he's getting back. He's, I see
0: him all over the place he's now. Been yeah, out all over that's the place. True.
2: And yeah. uh, he said sort of the same thing. It was like, oh, I just. Miss I it. love
0: that, but I mean, I think that another reason also, and this is this is a compliment to you, obviously, is that there are some people who just start stand up later on. Mm-hmm. And that's all that they have at the moment. Yeah. And they don't know. They're kind of like, you are still doing a lot of things. You're executive producing mm-hmm. and starring in this movie, The Jane Mysteries. Yes. So tell, tell me about it. Tell me about how you got involved in it. Tell me also how, you know, you decided you wanted to do it because I, you're a true crime person, too.
1: I am. yeah. So
0: that's another yes. bond that yeah. you probably oh, yes. had as well, I, too. Yeah. Yes. So tell me about, tell me about the movie
2: so uh the The Jane Mysteries is based on a series of books about uh, Jane de Silva, uh, who is the character that I play in in this movie Inheritance Lost, which is on Hallmark movies and Mysteries, so not just the regular hallmark Hallmark channel, uh, but the one that lets you get a little darker and, yeah. you know m- murder mystery yeah um but Jane is a, a singer, she has uh moved to Europe, she's pursued a music career. Her mom was killed when she was young in a a, a car accident and with with some questions. Um, She was raised by her aunt and uncle who were very successful and sent her off to school and kind of supported her dreams to go be a singer abroad. Uh, And the movie starts with Jane learning that um, her uncle has passed away Mm. and wants her to come home to be with her aunt and to kind of sort out some affairs and potentially take over uh, this detective agency that he has started. It's a non-profit detective agency. And, um, you know, Jane at first is like, I can't, this, I'm, no. This right. is not what I can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets presented with a case while she's there um, of a young girl who also lost her mom under some suspicious circumstances. And she realizes that she might actually have an understanding and, and an empathetic ear to be able to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And so um, it starts Jane on her, on her adventure of finding out that she might actually be good at some detective work. And she gets to, you know, have fun with her Aunt Sadie, who uh, provides her with some fabulous costumes and, um, uh, you know, looks and wigs and things like that, too. Ooh, be looks in disguise. And wigs. Girl, you know how it <laughs> okay. is. Okay! You know, you know uh, Hallmark movies, we gotta be right. a little... Yeah, so we have fun with it. but, uh, But yeah, Jane has... She actually has some great style in this. You'd appreciate it. I'm so excited. There was a vintage Dior coat that happened. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Say no more. There was a lot, yeah.
0: Well, so does Hallmark bring this to you? Do you bring it to them? As
2: So this actually is a production company, Brainpower Studios, that I had worked with on a, a brief project several years ago. Yeah. And um, that contacted me about doing this movie with them. And it then they produce. What happens with a lot of Hallmark movies is it's external production companies, and then they acquire them, and then they... It becomes part of their hallmark library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was actually with Brain Power. We shot in Toronto, and um, you know, hopefully, I'll be getting an opportunity to direct with them
0: oh, later this year that's as well. Great.
2: And um, I, the movie has gotten a great response. It came out last Friday, uh, May twelfth, and it's gotten a great response. So hopefully, this will be a, a series of movies, and people you. will get to see Jane come back. But I, I loved it. I, I had a really great time. Our cast was wonderful. Stephen Hazar plays Detective John in it and he was just great.
0: It's a good place to be <laughs> in two man at Hallmark. They 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 can they make, them. Oh, they make they, the movies. Yeah, they, they make do. the
2: movies. They're really wonderful with the people who work for them. Um and they encourage it to be kind of a, a you know a family atmosphere of like they want to keep people in house. They want to encourage you to do different things. And you know, and I just I love that. It's been yeah. a really great um, place to learn a lot.
0: And so and people can find it now. Yes. Yes. People okay. can
2: find it now. Um, it premieres, I believe, in Canada on June fifth. Okay. Uh, but it is here in uh, on, on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, uh, uh, available like on streaming. Um, but yeah. It's out. The Jane
1: Mysteries Inheritance Lost. I'm excited. Yes. I'm going to go home and watch. I know you are. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Make sure that you check that out. And that is, again, the Jane Mysteries Inheritance Lost. Um, Okay. So one of the things that I also wanted to talk to you about was that, as I mentioned in the beginning when I was sitting with Rachel, that I said immediately that I wanted to talk to you. Um, And it's going to blend into the stand-up. Conversation also because you've done standup twice now. And my question to you is as and as everyone knows and you watching stand up for so long, eventually you get to a place, and you might do this now. I don't know. I haven't seen the set yet, but but eventually you get to a place where you start to kind of put out everything, you start to go to a place where you go, okay, I want to talk about this. And sometimes when you're starting, you just go, Oh, that's a funny premise, that's a funny bit but eventually you get to everything and one of the reasons i want to talk to you is i find your story in general so inspiring and yeah. for what you were able to do in your life you had you had some hard times you had and then you turned that around you spun that and now you're a successful actress, producer, director, stand-up comedian, mom. So I'm very um, – Well,
2: successful mom is yes, – we depends on the day of the week you ask me. I, I got an email home about some great – I'm like, well, really not. But, yeah, they're alive, though, and, and seemingly well, that, they're that, that, happy. That, that, they're that, happy.
0: And that's, that's good. And, that, and that's good. But um, but inside us so my question is, what, are you going – do you already – do you talk about your time on – Full house. I do. Okay, the things, everything that you kind of gone through in your life. And- I
2: open with uh, a joke about being divorced four times. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how I open. <laughs> I, um, I make a joke about um, uh, being a, a tweaker. Not a crackhead. There's a difference. Um, and uh, what is and that, the somebody, I'm curious. Right. And, that uh, and and I ended the set with uh, and somebody a fabulous gay man is has ta- how uh, rude tattooed on his ass cheeks walking around the city right now. So that's uh, so yes, I absolutely I, good. I lean into it. I <laughs> yeah, am. I am. Good. I mean, you know, I make fun of myself. Yeah. I am. Yeah. The, I because to me the irreverence of laughing at the things that are dark yeah. mm. is the only thing that makes them palatable Ster- therapeutic do, do, too. Yeah. you know yeah. I, and i it's funny because i i was at my parents uh this past weekend for mother's day and my friend decided to bring up a, a really poor taste joke that i made but it was funny okay it was funny it was a it was a death joke i make fun of death all the time Mm -hmm. i that's how i deal with it yeah uh my mom does not deal with it that way and so (laughs) my friend told me the joke and we're all laughing and my mom just looks at me and she's just like that is not funny yeah that is horrible i cannot believe you and i was like i'm just saying it was funny i'm not saying it was appropriate yeah but it was funny. Right.
0: That's like everything, right. every conversation about my mom. Yeah, for sure. Right. And yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, but yeah. I grew up with some, like that was but I also right. grew up with these other people and influences where it was like, be real dark. Yeah. Just do and I, that for me has been the freedom. I can laugh at my addiction. I can laugh at being divorced, you know, three times, married four. I think yeah. I finally got it right. Let's yeah. fucking hope so. I
0: don't even marry now.
2: Uh, I'm coming up on a year in July, okay. and my husband and I are so happy and wonderful and amazing. And he is so happy to let me go and do this. And he's like, "Have fun, bye." Right. It's right. late. I'm going to bed. Yeah. He, you know. Yeah. And he's so supportive. He's like, go "Make fun of me all you want. I don't
1: care. Great, go for it." That's and like, sure it's so key. You and have the same,
0: and you have the same thing. I yours, do. Yeah.
1: Where there's like, "Yeah, go hang out with a bunch of dudes till two in the morning." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, go there's, for it. Yeah,
0: my it's trust my
2: husband's like, yeah. great." Yeah. And if I, he's like, "If you really want me there, I'll come." He came to the first. Family yeah. dinner show He came to my set um That I did With my awesome. Binder The first time And then he was You know It's kind of like You good? You <laughs> right you good? Okay go.
0: yeah. He's like I got it Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> thank God
2: though Because you know He was home last night Making dinner for the kids And picking one up At soccer yeah. practice yeah. And doing stuff for me When I was You know Out doing the things That I want to do yeah. And I it, it it really does It takes that Especially mm-hmm. having kids And all of that Um yeah. But no I, I deal with things In a very dark way I'm, I, I am a a really fucked up person on the inside um,
0: <laughs> aren't we all yeah. when it comes to yeah. stand up right yeah. yeah and
2: that's and that's my people right so yeah. like I yeah. hang out with people and I'm like this is yeah And then I can my see why I just,
0: called to you I could totally see why I yeah. called to you for oh. sure especially oh, because yeah. that's why I'm, it's, I'm so glad I'm not surprised but I'm so glad that you said that exactly that because that you do that because that's if I didn't If I was going to sit like Jodie Sweden's doing, I'm like, oh, man, I hope she talks about Full House. I hope she talks about everything she wants And you do. That's right.
2: To go up on stage and ignore the reason why people know who you are is stupid. Yeah. Particularly when I have made so many stupid choices myself, (laughs) which are just ripe to make fun of. You know what I mean? Like. Mm And it – it great. If I make fun of myself, like, you have nothing on me. I don't care. I wrote a book on it. I'm doing stand-up on it. Like, yeah call me, an, call me a tweaker. Call me – It doesn't ah, matter. Yeah, You've been through I, it. Right? I've been through it, and look where I'm at now. Yeah. And, right. like, I can laugh at it. And I I always – like, I, I know how much that helped me, and I think there is such a need for people to be able to use humor to get through things and to have it as – not an armor that keeps you from feeling things, but that allows you to be so confident with who you are in the world yeah. that someone can say anything to you and it doesn't hurt
0: well, it gives you a thick skin it does yeah. because I, like, For so sure. so my 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 brother passed away in uh, in 2018, and you know people were using I was on this collider, and people would use it against me and, and say certain right. things and you know where there'd be like people fake accounts with his mm-hmm. name and all that you're right, but it's like after Which a also, while.
1: Fuck people yeah. get a life Yeah, what yeah, doing that? yeah yeah but, but
0: is, it, that's well so uh, weird. The, the, i always say the best person that you know in your life ever has access to the internet and also the worst person you've ever seen in true crime has access to yeah, the internet right. Right. right so it's like so yeah those are the types of people but it's like but like you said you got to have that thick skin yeah. you got to be able to build off it and you got to be able to joke about it as well too and Absolutely. that's exactly yeah. what you're doing do you, so do, do you still keep up with a lot of people in the in the cast like do you still oh, everybody still yeah, yeah, yeah. after okay cuz after the Full house and,
2: yeah, we've, I mean, we've remained, like, really close for, oh, God, how long is it? 37 yeah. years? Yeah. Um, it's, we're it family. Works. We're, like, not getting rid of each other at this point. <laughs> I mean, you I, know, I, unless you go do what Bob did. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the only way out of the Full House family is death. It's much like the mafia. Um, we're all dead, you know, Like the, the mafia. Yeah. Well, okay, but, like, right. I've, you have know, been through it all anyway. been through right. it all. Yeah. I've lied about shit. I've been public. <laughs> yeah. I've been, you know great yeah. okay yeah. and so and for me i'm just i am a person who um is uh acutely sensitive to injustice mm-hmm. and to unfairness mm-hmm. and to um Picking on the little guy. And I just think we see a lot of that. And there are a lot of people who um, don't always use their platforms in the way that they could Mm. in order to inspire the change, uh, sometimes from within the communities that they could affect the most. And uh, I just decide I'm going to not be the quiet person
1: it's so freeing too because also like I don't want the people that don't agree oh, yeah. you know no, what I mean I yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm yeah. like hey well yeah.
2: let me just be real clear on who I am and yes. you're like
1: I don't like you I'm like then
2: great yeah, who cares to move on what? Yeah. Right. why are you here Yeah, right. exactly you know right. I'll follow a few people I don't like but I mute them on my time Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. like I just I, I don't but I certainly don't need to go and yeah. like knock on their door and insult them right. and then when I get punched in the face be like ha, I. why did you I've actually used that analogy with people they're like oh you're so mean i go no no no, i'm cool until you come yeah to my page right yeah at my place where i posted around. something right. and yeah. you start talking some shit yeah and then guess what you have knocked on my door and said something to my face yeah. and so i'm gonna usually i just say something stupid but you know but yeah. like it's just i i think people when you're afforded the opportunity to stand up and have mm-hmm. a powerful voice it means something to do it so yeah,
0: i agree with you and yeah. i think that's it's it is, especially with, with social media. I I happen to hate social media.
1: I hate it as well. Yeah. I
0: hate it, but I but I have but to we do it. it. We right. got to
1: play the game. Yeah,
0: I hate it, and it's and it's because I feel like people like there are people that would comment to you and say things to you, like I mentioned with my brother or so mentioned to you, things that they say about you and your past right. that they, we never say to your face.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Say it to my face. Yeah. yeah, right.
0: But they would say it, and they would run away from from the Twitter. And I just think that there's something so. I don't know it's there's, there's a difference also like the Oscars I feel like and this is my opinion on it I don't feel like it should be a place where people are given their political views back and forth I just I just don't Twitter if you're following me if you're following jody you're following the person you're not mm-hmm. following the show You're yeah. so if she's going to be talking political stuff and everything too you are following that for a reason yeah. right? right so you, you can't say oh I don't want to hear celebrities talk yeah. like, get the fuck
2: off my page yeah, right. I'm like her. that's fine I don't talk about it really too I mean I talk right. about it on my page but like if you're here why are you doing this to yourself right. yeah, exactly. but, but more so I just want to go what's wrong Yeah. Right. why don't you <laughs> have friends. Yes. Right. Why don't why are right. you here yeah. causing problems? Like you know what I don't have time for? To go fuck on other people's page and yeah. right. like go I don't like you.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Cool. Just move on. Keep right. scrolling. Keep yeah.
0: scrolling. Right.
2: Bye. F- I don't like yeah. you either. Yeah. But totally now here true. you are. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: It's just it it is. It really is cuz I'm you,
2: sure they're all watching this podcast too. and they're, <laughs> and they're gonna,
1: yeah. And, uh, we're all going to hear something
2: right, <laughs> where they're all going to be like, "Guess what? I don't like
0: you." No, yeah, I don't think so. I think there's going to be a lot of it's it's this show in particular. People like honesty. Right. <laughs> And I, and I I really I appreciate your honesty in general, and I think that that's why you're probably getting a big response you're gonna get a big response in stand-up comedy as well too.
2: i just I don't know how to really be any other way mm-hmm. these yeah. days. And I think part of it too is like i you know i'm forty one now, and like I've just gone through all this. I'm like i don't I don't care. yeah, right. the they go the fucks are flying yep. away. I just <laughs> watch I'm like, oh look, there's three more. yeah, yeah. it's i and I am so confident and happy in. Who I am today, and that was hard fought. I was going to say hard to get to. That like, I'm thrilled that I I finally get to be this person and live in my skin and be okay and go out and and be that person. Well, let me
0: ask you a question. When did you when did you find? Because obviously your your struggles are are well documented, Mm -hmm. and you know, and then you got to a place where because it doesn't just happen. My brother again struggled with addiction and everything too. So when you get to a place where you're you're free of it. You think for a second you're not totally free. You're in. A, you're right what, what, once you get out of it, you're like, okay, I've been clean for a little bit. Am I going to go back? Am I going to do this? Like, where do you get to a place where you just said, I'm comfortable with who I am?
2: Well, I mean, that comes from. I mean, I am in therapy weekly. And
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank
2: God. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, I'm in therapy weekly right now, and I went back like during the pandemic a little post, but I'd say probably the past year it was like I hit that place that you hit sometimes where you're like I'm ready to dig into some other stuff, yeah. you know? And, and I think it's always about like knowing that it's a process. There's never going to be a place where I get to where I'm like, Oh, I'm all better now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, like addiction isn't the thing I struggle with now. Now it's like being a parent and now, right. you know, and it's all of those things. Um, and it's how I, operate in the world and i think also like when you have you know when you have a period of time away from whatever it was that you were doing all of a sudden you kind of go like oh and to be honest too i grew up yeah i was i was pretty young when i had kids i came right out of like not having any responsibilities to like being a mom and then you know i was i was growing up in a lot of ways, too, and yeah. figuring it out. And I feel like I'm I'm still not grown up. That's definitely for sure. But I yeah. <laughs> at least have a better handle on things and at least am in a place where I'm comfortable and hopefully I can show my girls how to get to that place yeah. a lot quicker than it took me. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: And it also it, show, it shows a, a very tough side that a lot of people not even just your family that people should see. So again, thank you for, for that. Um, let's talk a little movies and TV before we say goodbye. Ooh, let's. What's what's something obviously you watch true crime, but I do. but what about what about some of the other stuff you're watching on TV? What are some of your favorites?
2: I, well, I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Well, movies. Um, uh, I don't watch a lot. I okay. don't watch a lot of things. I read a lot. Okay. I read a lot of news. I read a lot of um, like long journals and things like that. And yeah, weird documentaries, stuff. And documentaries, documentaries and stuff. Okay. my weird little neurodivergent brain. It's so you're like just like, locked in Netflix all the time. No, no no, I'm like scrolling my news I'm reading oh, okay. uh, at the Atlantic I'm reading old Atlantic articles oh. I'm reading the new yorker mm. I'm reading long like Rolling Stone article magazine. I mean yeah. I don't know, I just like learning about the world and um, and our place in it yeah um but as far as stuff I'm watching, what am I watching right now? You know what i I did watch the season of was Yellow jackets oh I'm oh yeah, yeah' so good yeah. it's so good. I haven't picked up season two, two yet two, yeah so I'm waiting for it to like all Is, come out on Hulu good. and then I can
0: I, so when I was I, I avoided COVID for three years uh-huh. and got hit with it like two two months ago and was uh, leveled wow. um, but I was and I was starting Yellow Jackets because we were going to get some of the cast in. yeah so I was so Perry Nemeroff, who I work with on, on guests and she was like, You gotta watch it to coming in. I was like, Great, I hear great things. Yeah. I start watching, I'm like, This is really good. And my wife goes, What are you watching? As I'm as I'm laid out on yeah. the bed, right, right, I right. can't move. Yeah. You know, and she's like, What are you watching? I'm like, Yellowjack, Jack said, like, Don't watch that without me. I'm like Ugh. in my head, I'm going, There's no fucking way you're gonna watch this yeah. with me and I'm not gonna be able to watch. and Sure as shit. We watched like 15 minutes of it together. She's like, oh, this is good. We'll get back to it. Never got back to oh. it. All that's right? but that's f- what
2: happens with me and my time. husband. So he he watches a ton of television. Yeah. And w- we always have the joke where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll watch that with you. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right, I'm not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, just gotta be it's kind of how it, yeah. is. it is. Yeah, yeah. But,
0: but I hear good things. I'll tell you the show it's that great. I did watch, like that I just smashed through, was shrinking.
1: Oh, it's I need shr- to watch that. Uh, I actually do have a great show that I just
0: watched. Tell me. Chimp Empire. What's
2: that?
1: What is that? Tell I've me. never even heard of that. Yeah, what is chimp it's Empire?
2: Oh my God, it's on Netflix right now, and it is—it's documentary. It's about the largest uh, chimp group in the African uh, forest. But it is—you guys <laughs> watching it—is it, the politics of these monkey? Wow, chimpanzees. <laughs> be careful. I know they're very be different. Careful, the like Twitter, eat succession. Eat the of the they the the Twitter now. Kingdom. Well, the chimps eat monkeys, so let's—I <laughs> have to be very clear on that. All right. um, oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, things oh, yeah. Didn't know. oh, they ripped those little things oh, apart. Yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah, it was. Wild. Oh my god, yeah. chimps are smart. They are, they are calculating. Us. They are, and that's why it was fascinating to yeah. watch. It's only four episodes, but I'm telling you, like, it's been a big hit on Netflix. Uh, probably because of the writer strike, so nobody had to write it. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's really great if you like documentaries, and also if you just like kind of watching sociological experiments and mm-hmm. watching. Almost humans, but not quite. But yeah. basically being yeah. like, wow, we really haven't come very far. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, you <laughs> just, just go on Twitter. Crazy. You find out yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, no, it's, oh,
0: I don't
1: have
2: Twitter anymore.
0: Good the, for you. Smart. The
1: day Elon Musk bought it, I was like, and eh, I'm out. I never used it much anyway. I yeah, I barely use it anymore. Well, I just, I re-upped mine again. Because remember when you did my podcast, you are like, I can't find you. Because right. I had deactivated right. it, yeah. it as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame you either one of you for not using them. I, I I retweet. Yeah. I send out my links. Me too. And that was it. about what I yeah. did. Yeah. I was
2: like, I don't know. And I would try and go on there, and I was like, is this is... I don't have, I no,
0: yeah. I can't do this. I understand, but yeah. but Chimp Empire, we're talking Chimp about gotta, Empire. Chimp Empire. I'm telling you, watch. There,
2: you will you will laugh, you yeah. will cry, you will be like, oh my, there's giant monkey brawl. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. Well, yeah. you
0: goofed about the you know the writer strike on the side of the, that's why there's no writers on it. But I'll tell you what, that is going to see even a heavier push in people watching those documentaries yeah. soon, and more of them being produced. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, that's why I I already I looked at it and I went, oh, this was Netflix planning ahead. 100%. Yeah, we need to put something on the air. And have something that doesn't require writers. Right.
0: That's what's going to happen. It goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: That's yeah. What yeah, we're yeah, doing. Right.
0: yeah. How long do you guys think it's going to last? It's going to probably go. I think it's going to go into like August, maybe even fucking. I've, January.
1: I've heard a couple things. I was at Series Fest last week, and someone said June twenty ninth because then DGA and SAG will strike, yeah. and it'll put so much pressure on them. Right, right, right. But then I've also heard, you know, beginning of next year. So who
2: knows? I mean, I've. I ride it out because I'm a hundred percent with him. Like this is oh absolutely. There's no you know there's no there's it's not sustainable. Yeah,
0: it's not. The problem is that as you just said, the studios and everybody else they they plan for this. Like and it's gonna well because they're making so much
2: money that they can be like we can bolster ourselves against needing people. And now you know AI terrifies me. So scary. I want my little hut. In the woods, you don't want people. It's just want to avoid everyone, and the monsters and the machines are taking over, and it's all really scary, and then Ron DeSantis. Um, no, sorry. Um,
1: but yeah, it's, it's just, it's a lot. It is, it is yeah, It is. is. a lot
0: um, thank you so much for joining me here today a, Absolutely. it was really amazing oh yeah before we go what, what are you watching oh. you, got, you probably watch you gotta be I, I, Six, was, I watch everything I'm always fascinated with what you're watching because you can find something that I've either seen love or there's something I have no idea that I feel my wife would be oh, yeah. watching well, tomorrow night well she and night. I are like yeah, same, yeah. Same. but
1: uh, you know what I'm really into right now is Succession obviously I it's, watched uh, it I haven't even yeah. it, are, are you kidding, kidding me? me I know no. I know oh my god! gosh so it, it took me a minute to get into it so Mitch was like, well, let's watch Succession. I fell asleep the first episode. Full disclosure. I think that might be, yeah. I tried starting to watch it and I was like, ah. I tried again and okay. I got to episode two. You guys, by the time you're at the season finale of this show, each season, you're like, what? That's the best television I've yeah, ever the seen. Writing is this next level. The writing, the the acting is next level. These characters are all terrible people, but they're so complex mm-hmm. that right. you empathize of with course. them. So right.
0: made Sopranos and Breaking Bad so good exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: everyone has a
2: little bit of terrible person in them. Yes, and terrible people have a little bit of decent people. In yes,
1: them, I, you know it's none of it's what's black the and white, balance? right? Yeah, right. right. Uh, but that's my number one right now. Okay. I cannot stop talking. I will talk about it with okay. anyone. It's you, so good. Are you
0: just counting the days until Bachelor in Paradise?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. that too. That's a, like glitter and garbage. You know yes. what I mean?
0: Yeah. That is. is that's
1: Justine Marino. In that a nutshell. is me in a right. nutshell. Succession, Bachelor in Paradise, exactly. <laughs> love Island, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Succession and Yellow Jackets. I love too. Yeah.
0: well There you go. Yeah. Well. Thank you both. I
2: thought you were going to say Yellowstone, and I was like, huh, that didn't strike <laughs> no, me. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no. I Yeah, I, so I haven't good. watched those. I did watch oh, the I, first yeah. few seasons of Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It was great until I was like, all right, people are getting blown up. Nobody's doing anything. Like, yeah. Then yeah. I was like, but...
0: It's funny. I started backwards. Well, I guess, I guess... I started chronologically. R- I started okay. 1883, 1923. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. and then I'll probably get to Yellowstone eventually. But eighteen eighty three was was fantastic. Yeah, it was really a really long I movie. Love,
2: I do love Helen Mirren.
0: She's nineteen twenty three, but she's but yes, but she's but she is um she's great in that okay. one. She's real, Her and, and Ford together. Got I'm it. so bummed, guys. Indiana uh-huh. Jones. Oh, uh-huh. I'm a, that's one of my favorite, yeah. fucking franchises, yeah. and they pr- premiered it in Cannes. And the reviews have been shit.
1: They're bad.
0: They're like 41 no. or 38%. I'm like, no, James Mangold, who did like uh, Ford versus Ferrari yeah. and like Logan. And I'm like,
1: oh, come Ooh. on, come oh, on. No, and I'm man.
0: like, I was going not take my what, dad don't, to the you premiere. Know
2: what, don't, don't, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Screw the critics.
0: I know. It's true. Don't
2: listen to what they say. If it brings you joy, l- let it be. Because yeah. look, Full House was hated by critics and right. audiences loved it.
0: People get tattoos. Have and a tattoo? People get
2: tattoos and stalk you until you become friends with them and then want to come
1: a podcast. No, I um I just showed up today actually. Sh- Christian didn't even invite me. No. But, yeah, no, it was weird. You're doing. I was, I was in like my you in the driveway <laughs> and she was yeah, standing right. here. No, I was
0: in tr- uh, in your trunk.
1: <laughs> I heard somebody getting
2: out. It's weird. Uh I don't even know what I was it's saying. It's Indiana there.
0: Jones, but it's a, but it, but yeah, don't yeah.
2: don't let people, yeah, you know, know. you Go watch it. I, I
0: mean, and just I get like it. I get I'm it. A
2: kid, and it's Indiana Jones. I'm just
0: worried because that last one was shit, and it's like people are like saying, okay, I was just hoping because of Mangold, and collectively, there are a lot of people out there that we're reviewing that I know that yeah. I'm on the same case uh, okay. with. Yeah, that's why it okay. was more so like. Mm, is not. I'm just not i was still excited but yeah. I just wasn't as excited because I wanted the reviews to be good I wanted right. it collectively right. but you're right maybe it's
2: just all a giant scam so that you don't get over excited and everyone's like let's just that make the, the, the reviews case. like sort of mediocre yeah. so that then you can have the moment where you walk and go this was the best movie
0: I ever that is God's true yeah, yeah. I mean
1: even with Scream you know, I had low expectations because Nev wasn't like in movie.
0: it and I fucking yeah. loved yeah. it well, I saw it good. five
1: times did you see it five times wow you got to
0: see it free once and then you paid for it four times well I have the
1: AMC stuff Oh, okay. so. So you went, but yeah, I have a scream tattoo as well. Don't get jealous.
0: <laughs> Cheater.
1: No,
2: I I think I stopped watching Scream at like Scream Two, yeah. maybe or three. Yeah. You know? Are
0: you a horror person? I love horror, okay. but
2: I don't. I like horror, but I'd say I'm probably more of a like psychological thriller. Same. I'm like, make me think. Make oh. you know, do you barbarian like. Barbarian was great. Conjuring First was one. cool. Oh, barbarian's good. Uh, barbarian, Barbarian, yeah. I loved. So good. Um, hereditary, I, Hereditary, yeah. yeah. Like, give me it's Midsummer. You know, right? Real right. dark. That kind of, yeah, yeah. Sew me up in a bear suit, and well, you've got me in.
0: Yeah. Well, what's good, what's good? What's What's good about that though? If is you that,
2: haven't seen Midsummer, that's that's yeah.
0: it. But the thing about the horror, because I've never been a big horror fan, but I do like those psychological thrillers because it's. And there weren't a lot of them for a while. When Ellis and I were doing Schmose, we would seal this. It was like another remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and just like Slasher and Jump Scares. I'm like, this shit sucks. And then they started to do Conjuring stuff and these other – I'm like, okay, this is the kind of shit that I like. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, they are doing a lot more of that and I think that they caught on and it's lower budget. That's why like Blumhouse does a lot of that. Of course, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, because you can make something real – Much more terrifying. Oh, then you can make some sort of monster. You can be like, oh, it's just
1: the dude that you know every like yeah. <laughs> answers the door I know you're trying to wrap up but I have so, one are, question yeah, no, no, yeah. because I saw this movie a couple weeks ago and I don't know what to th- Bo is afraid did you see it
0: I did not but I it's have so, not what, seen it's at it. Joaquin right yeah. Yeah. yeah I
1: want to see it because it it's so weird and weird controversial, yeah. it's crazy I was like I left I was like I don't know what that was about so <laughs> when you guys see it text me because okay. yeah, I, I have no one to talk to about okay. it. see so so that works. is a movie I'll like I'm
2: like if it's really weird I've never seen a Marvel movie or a bit like a spider it's not my thing but give me something that everyone's like, this is, I don't know what I just watched. Yeah. I'm like, I'm So in. did you I'm love in. The Lobster? I didn't see The Lobster. Oh, I
0: feel like you would love The Lobster. Lobster is, is very, very weird, very psychological. It's like, it's, it's, it's is bizarre. Is it like Tusk? It's not as crazy as <laughs> okay. Tusk, which is, which Got is it. fucking awesome. I love it. Kevin Smith and I fucking, I, I love, I love talking to him about Tusk and even, um, what's the one that he did, uh, the follow up to that one, which is even crazier. Shit, I can't remember the he was the, the little fucking uh, uh, hot dogs running around after each other. Did you see? Oh, and then, and Austin Butler was in it. Oh, shit, I can't. I, I'm, I'm driving me nuts that I can't think of the name. But anyway, he he did it and premiered at Cannes. What at a Sundance. And what I really loved about what Kevin Smith was doing was very similar to what you were just saying. With the Indiana Jones stuff, and that's don't give a fuck. I'm just putting money for my friends. I'm making movies for my friends. I don't care what the That's what Tusk was, and yeah, yeah. and so and that's what his follow up movies were too. And even when he made the last, um, the last Clerks. Did you guys see Clerks? uh, Not, I didn't see Clerks. No, it is emotional.
1: It is. Yeah,
0: it is emotional. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. It was like because the first, I love the first one. Wasn't being a fan of the second one. Yeah,
2: I haven't seen the second one, but I love
0: the first one. Yeah, the third one, it's like it's, it's the the. Kevin Smith humor in there, but right. there's like some emotional moments that you're like, "Fuck, it's really good." That's how
1: I felt about the new Bill and Ted that came out. Yeah. It was like, I think it's because we, reali- we realize, like, oh shit, they're all- we're old, we're, right. we're all yeah. exactly, yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely, we're all gonna die. Yeah, well, you got to come back on again. Would I'd love, love to, to have you back. Would on. love this to. Is a blast, and, and let's talk about again, once again, guys, June seventeenth. 8 p.m. Make sure you go and check Jody out at the Comedy Store and the Jane Mysteries Inheritance Lost. You can find that on Hallmark. Movies and Mysteries. There you go. So thank you, guys. And now I'm going to throw back to me. Thanks, me. All right, so thank you to Jody Sweden. Thank you to Rumpel and Manscaped, which you saw before the interview. Um, And thank you to Justine Marino for being on the show. Check out Justine's show. Justine's um, great, Glitter and Garbage. I've been on her show before. Check her out on Instagram at Justine the Machine. I love Justine. She's one of my favorite people. such a really funny... Uh, just good person, and the same thing. And I was, it was a pleasure to talk to Jody, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. Please leave your comments again. Tell me what you think about the interview. Tell me what you think about the interviews in general. If you, I've gotten people who like the interviews that I do on the channel, and if you didn't know this, there's a full playlist on this channel of just says Christian Harloff interviews. And it has not only the people that I've interviewed on this channel, but it has people that I interviewed back with Collider Live. It has people that I interviewed with um, on one-on-one with Christian Harloff, with Fandango. It's got a full list. So if you ever wanted to check it out and go browse through it, it's just called uh, Christian Harloff Interviews. So uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me here today. I really appreciate you being here. As I mentioned earlier, please hit that like button. I hope that you do that. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. It helps us out tremendously. And uh, you know, keep commenting, liking, helps in the algorithm. And if you're gonna be in New York, guys, if you're in New York, if you're in the East Coast, anywhere near it, please get to this show. Buy the tickets now, man. Sell us out. Let's get let's do it. June twenty-third. Look at that lineup. Jen Sturge or Kate Mulligan, Brett Sheridan, and then the live podcast is me and Mark back together again with the guys from Double Toasted. That's old school YouTube, guys. And you guys can see it. Be there. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you. Thank you to Jody Sweden, and thank you to to Justin Marino and everybody for being on the show with the show today. It's a big thing, and we'll see you on the flip side, guys. Peace.